Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Beverly Hills 90210 show. Uh, my name is Mark. With me, as always, is my girlfriend, Carol. How you doing, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. We've had a pretty stellar week here at uh, the old Massive Late Feast slash 90210. It is May 11th. 1995, and we are coming at you with another great episode of Beverly. What did you think of this episode of 90210? It was quite quite something. I, I thought it was good. It was uh, There was quite a bit of uh, drama. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and action and suspense. Yeah. It was like... It was like an episode of Airwolf mixed with a soap opera mixed with... I don't know... Um, hmm... Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. Okay, so I got soap opera. You don't remember Airwolf? No. Ah, uh, that go. Do, 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 do. I can't remember. I can't remember the theme song. It was the A Team, but they had a helicopter. That's basically all it was. Okay. They had some sort of super helicopter. Yeah, they could have used a super helicopter, but they did mm-hmm. not have one. There was an episode where they were going camping or something like that. An Airwolf. Okay. Well, they what was went- the name? Jan Jan Van Dien or something like that. I think that was the. What? Say. Oh, you know who else was in it? Uh, Dick Van Patten's kid. Okay. Something Van Patten. Alrighty. You remember Dick Van Patten from Eight Is Enough? Alrighty then. He'd. Sp- <laughs> God. <laughs> like I like I don't hear that enough it, from just random people <laughs> on the street. Just. Uh, God, that is everywhere. Alrighty then. It is really annoying. Oh, you guys are not as funny as Jim Carrey. Shut up. He's not that funny either. Yeah, well, they're not funny either. <laughs> so this week they uh, they go camping, as you they mentioned. Do. Yeah, they do go camping. And I'm kind of surprised. Always funny. That happy campers, right? They're all, they're happy campers. Right. I'm kind of surprised that Mr. and Mrs. Walsh agreed to let them go camping with their friends. Well, I mean, how much how much shenanigans can get up can people get up to camping uh, when they're quite all a bit. together? I mean, you know, sleeping bags zip together. Yeah, I I know, but they they're supposed to be in a cabin and it's supposed to be the guys in one cabin and the girls in another cabin. It's supposed to be. Right. Doesn't mean it's gonna be. Well, I mean, I'm not saying that they shouldn't have let them go, and obviously nothing happens, but it just seemed like the kind of thing they would fret about. Yeah, I guess, but I, I feel like maybe they needed a vacation day, so <laughs> maybe they, they let Carol Potter and what's his name, Eckinson, Ekin- James Eckhart, Ek- James Eckhart. I don't think it's Eckhart. It's that. Uh-uh. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I don't know. I see it flash across the screen. That's a good name. That's a good name for, I think it's Eckhouse or something like that. Okay. That's a good, that would be a good name for a, a movie star, though. Eckhart? James Eckhart or, you know, Charles Eckhart. Interesting. Or, I don't know, Aaron Eckhart. But, so they all go, and it's supposed to be Steve's cabin? I yeah. Think, it's, Steve's yeah, parents' cabin? Steve's, Steve's family owns, yeah. it, like, two cabins. Yeah. Dual and- cabins. <laughs> Because, you know, they're rich bitches. Um, <laughs> uh, but they're driving up there. What happened? Were I you just abducted a, for I, a second? <laughs> no, I just, I heard a weird sound and it made me pause. Oh, I didn't hear anything. Okay. Um, so they, 
they're driving up and it starts to rain and it rains so hard that the road gets closed. Yeah. That's insane. Are they in the mountains or something? Like They're going to Yosemite, yeah, Yosemite Valley. That's in the mountains, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so they can't get to the cabins. And it shows them sheltering with firewood under this plank thing and mm-hmm. they just so happen to stop somewhere where there's cabin available for them. So, right. lucky for them. A shitty cabin. A very shitty cabin. They find what was it? What kind of vermin? I don't. I know that they found There's a, a mouse trap. Oh, a spider. That's it. Yeah, Andrea doesn't like spiders. Yeah, and um, she had a bad experience with spiders. She said, "I don't know. Did a spider stand her up to prom once? I don't understand." Right. What she yeah. Is. There's no details on that, but like, <laughs> haven't we all had bad experiences with spiders? Right. Ugh. I remember One, I used to have spider bites all the time when I was a kid. A spider cut me off in traffic <laughs> and then yelled anti-Semitic slurs at me. <laughs> right. So this cabin has a ton of leaks. Like they have pots set up around the room. Oh, I thought you were talking about the vegetable. What? I thought you were talking about the vegetable leaks. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're so weird. Yep. Um, and There's somebody, a lot of pot in there. Yeah, somebody mentions that it smells like mildew. Well, it would smell like skunk kind of, right, if there's a lot of pot in there. <laughs> and um, also that all of the snacks are... are like wet. Yeah, all the snacks are wet. All the firewood is wet. I, I don't know how the fuck they packed this bag, but right. everything got wet. It just sounds it sounds terrible and miserable, and like I would not want to be there. Why either. wasn't it in the van? Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> rain didn't get in the van, did it? <laughs> kind of like acid rain was this, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, very weird. So then. Steve, always the asshole, mm-hmm. decides that they need some beer. So yeah. that's going to liven up this party. Right. And he's like peer pressuring everybody to like go with him. Including alcoholic Dylan. Yeah. He asked Dylan straight up, hey, you gonna, you and man, you going to yeah, come? let's go. And then, of course, Brenda like wants to protect him because, you know, she doesn't want him to relapse. Well, um, he gets pissed because she's like speaking for him, which mm-hmm. I don't know, I get, but. A little bit, but but Dylan's being like a total dick. He is like terrible. Like he gives Steve a run for his money this mm. episode. Dylan's got to stick up his ass. <laughs> so, but we find out why later. Yeah, well, kind of, not really. Two two, two reasons, I think. Okay, I think his mom's a big part of it. Yeah, yeah. His they mo- mention at the beginning of the episode that his mom's going some some retreat or something. Yeah, like she's going to the desert and and he can't come basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So where was he going to stay with the Walshes again? Yeah, I think so. So instead of staying with the mom and dad Walsh, he decides to go with the kid Walshes, which makes sense. But he is not in a good mood. No. No one's in a good mood. And um, Steve Steve gets um, takes Donna and uh, uh, Brian Austin Green. What the hell is his name? David. David Silver. <laughs> yeah. With him. And... Um, First, he tries to buy beer himself. Does not work. Because, I'm sorry, he looks like he's, like, 25, so I don't know why it doesn't right, work. Right, And um, then he tries to pay <laughs> this little old couple going into this, like, town. This is, like, the little town store. Mm-hmm. This is not even, like, a liquor store. This is not Beverly Hills. This is, no. It's the middle of nowhere. Right. Like, come on. So, yeah, he gives them, what, 50 bucks mm-hmm. and says they can keep the change if they get him liquor. For well, a six-pack. Yeah. Which, this is like four years ago now, so probably cost 
I don't I don't know. A six pack was probably like two bucks. <laughs> it's insane. Well, I think he asked for more than one six pack. Yeah, maybe. But either way, still they're packing. They're they're pocketing a bunch of money. Yeah. Either way, though, they don't buy him the liquor. No. They just buy their shit and leave. Seems like the store owner was in on it, too, because as soon as they left, he flips the sign from open to closed. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever had that experience, like, trying to get somebody to buy you booze? And I, I've never had yeah. it work out poorly. No, you like, it, it usually goes one of two ways. Either they say no, or they take the money and they buy you stuff. I've never had anybody say no. Really? Really. Well, I've had people say no. I mean, the only time it was kind of weird. But just, you're a hot girl, so, mm. you know, <laughs> yes. people are going to say no to you less often. But the, the only time it was kind of weird was when I went with my went with my friend Leah to pick up her boyfriend from work. Mm-hmm. And it was at a bowling alley at closing time, so it's like midnight, one o'clock, something like that. Mm-hmm. And he was talking to this guy at the bar, and we all walk out to my car, and he gets in. And I thought, okay, they told him we'll give him a ride home. He's been drinking, whatever. I ask where he lives. I stop at the liquor store and ask him to buy me some booze. He does, and he invites us to come into his apartment and drink with him. And I'm like, eh, we're good, thanks. Then after we drop him off, my friend's like, why the fuck did you uh, give him a ride? And I was like, I-, I thought you guys said you'd give him a ride. And they're like, no. And I'm like, you mean this guy just got in my car? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, at least he bought you booze. Right? I mean, he seemed like a nice enough guy. Apparently. <laughs> but he, I mean, he was like 50. What a creep. Right? You want to come into my apartment, right? little girl? <laughs> I'll drink with you. Jeez. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, Grandma and Grandpa ran off with Stevie's money, and he was sad. That's... Yeah, well, he was pissed because he said, you know, if I say I'm going to deliver, that means I'm going to deliver. And he did not deliver. He did not deliver, no. <laughs> He's not Carl Malone. Who they call the mailman. Okay. He's a power forward for the uh, the Utah Jazz basketball team. Interesting. Do you know why they call him the mailman? No. Because he always delivers. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, back at the cabin, mm-hmm. Brandon's trying to get some dry wood because their wood's all wet. Sure. And Brenda has run into the newlyweds. They see their car says just married in the parking lot. Soaked so up, just married with the, the streamers on the back. It's all done up. Yeah, it's cute. And... They, they meet at the uh, vending machines, and somehow they know they have dry wood later when they're talking about it. I don't know how. Well, Seems that one guy's weird. got wood, I'll tell you that. <laughs> right. And uh, so Brandon and Andrea go knock on the door mm-hmm. of the honeymoon cabin. Come on, right. people. It's a very nice <laughs> cabin, too. Like, way nicer than their cabin. Yeah. It's funny, like, too, Brenda said something to them about, are you sorry you got stuck here when they're at the vending machines? And mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, yeah, we're devastated. Like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah. And, they're um, on their honeymoon. They don't give a shit where they are. Right. But it's not bad anyway. And, and like, nice. I don't know why she assumes they got stuck. Like, that could have been their honeymoon destination. Right. They're, they, they, they've, they've gone over from, like, Minnesota Midwest people to... Like, fucking snobs now. Right. Where they're just like, oh, this piece of shit uh, town. Are you sorry you got stuck here? No one could be going here. Right. (laughs) Right. So um, they actually let them in, Mm -hmm. offer them hot chocolate. The the guy wants them gone. He didn't even want to let them in, but the wife is being, like, super friendly and nice and, like, They're both just in bathrobes. Yeah. Well, no, she's, like, in a negligee with a robe over it. I mean, it's not even, like, a bathrobe. It's, like, a sexy negligee robe. Right. And um, they're, he I mean, wants they're, to fuck. Yeah, obviously, they're drinking champagne. Which, by the way, 
they're drinking champagne. They are. <laughs> that we'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. And um, smoking a cigarette. <laughs> there was no cigarette. Rolling down a uh, flight of stairs. What the fuck? <laughs> so she's um, doing some stuff to get rid of them because she's just like, "Hey, hang out with us." He just starts mauling her on the couch. This mm-hmm. this groom. So Brandon's like, let me show him. Right. Brandon's like, okay, see ya. Like, he's, he's smart. And Andrea's just smiling and staring at them like creepy. Like, I think she wants in on the action. I th- yeah, I think she just wants to watch. I mean, she, she's I like. I think she wants in. I think she just wants to watch. Yeah. I mean, you can tell she thinks it's very romantic. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's she's creepy. Yeah. So, they go back. Creepy and bossy. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, when Brandon's trying to build the fire, she's telling him where to put the logs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aren't you going to put some newspaper in there like shit, right. lady? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so when they go back and they're working on this fire, all of a sudden there's a knock at the door. Who do you think it is? The newlywed bride. Yeah. And she confides in all of them <laughs> that the reason she's upset is she is pregnant and just found out he doesn't want to have kids. Yeah, why did they not talk about this earlier? Right. Well, although, in his defense, he says later, I thought you couldn't have kids. You told me that you couldn't have kids. Right. Misdiagnosis, apparently. Yeah. So, I mean, he thought she couldn't. He thought he was marrying the perfect woman. Yeah. One that can't get pregnant. And he Oops. also thought she was deaf and dumb. <laughs> oh. The perfect woman. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So I think she's being very unfair, but, you know, she's hormonal, whatever. That's an old Dean Martin joke. You know that, right? No, I did not know that. At last, I found the perfect girl and her I do adore. She's deaf and dumb and oversexed and operates a liquor store. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, that was the 60s, you know. Yeah. I could do Dean Martin's act. I'm sure you could. Basically never changed. You love him. How long have I been on? I joke in my room. <laughs> Him and Frank Sinatra, you're like, I'm telling you guys, this is he is like my grandpa or something. It's weird. Well, it is weird if that's how you think of me. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's just like you, you're an old soul or something. I guess. I have old parents. Yeah. Well, so do I. Well, I, I mean, I had an old dad, not both my parents. I, old, I have but. old parents that liked old things and i you know experienced old things when i was and i have old siblings yeah that i experienced stuff with that that like i mean i i lived kind of like a teenager's life in the mid 80s when you know i I wasn't a, a teenager yet i wasn't you know i wasn't that age because my my siblings took me to freaking parties and stuff with them yeah that makes sense yeah so the kids are all trying to, like, freaking counsel her. The groom comes over. They're trying to counsel him. It's just weird. Yeah. And they're they're very buttonsky and bossy. And, oh, yeah. And they're all complaining about how their parents are divorced. Mm-hmm. And what it was like, you know, when their parents split up and stuff. And um, somehow her hearing this through the bathroom makes her want to come out and work on things. Yeah. I don't really get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. <laughs> and um, Dylan just takes off what got him so upset again uh he like brandon said how old were you when your parents got divorced still and you were like six right and he's like yeah i guess but who cares right it doesn't yeah. matter better not fighting i'm getting out of here this party sucks yeah and so then he goes he says to the the honeymooners hey mind if i use your cabin since you're not using it 
Like, what the fuck? He says to the honeymooners, Ralph, <laughs> get uh, uh, Alice, is that her name? Alice Cramden? Ralph uh, to the moon, Alice! Yeah, that was it. Sure. The honeymooners, it was a TV show. I, I get it. I'm, oh, I'm sure how old I am still. Yeah, our old. It's weird. You're weird. Yeah. Why Just don't, so you know. Whatever happened to the Dumont Network? <laughs> what? <laughs> that was a fourth television network that doesn't exist anymore. Okay. The uh, Ed Sullivan Show was on there. Your show of shows. Okay. So Brenda follows Dylan over there, and they does. they get into a, a, a big fight. She's like asking him, "What is it? What did that mean when you said to Steve, not this time?" Mm-hmm. Like she's worried again that he's going to relapse. They're talking about all that shit. When uh, the people come back, Dylan takes off on his own, and it turns out. He's out in the woods by himself with liquor. Oh, yeah. He found some liquor bottles. He stole two of those little airplane liquor bottles. Yeah, $75 a bottle from their (laughs) mini bar or whatever. Yeah, from the Honeymooners suite. Those poor guys. I mean, not like she should be drinking anyway. She was drinking, right? How can, yeah, she was. How can he afford that on a bus driver's salary, by the way? What? That's another Honeymooners reference. Oh. (laughs) Since you keep calling them the Honeymooners. Well, I mean, they're on their honeymoon. I don't remember their names. Yeah, I don't either. So he ends up sleeping outside. On a rock. And um, Brandon finds him in the morning and they decide to go for a hike together. Now, mind you, earlier in the episode, it's apparent that Brenda was supposed to pack Brandon's hiking boots for him. Mm -hmm. Why? I don't know. Apparently, because she's a woman, it was her job to pack all the stuff. Because her stuff and his stuff is in one suitcase. I don't know why they don't bring separate suitcases. But then when Dylan is coming along... She repacked the suitcase so that she could incorporate clothes and stuff for Dylan, meaning she had to leave some stuff out. I don't know why three people are sharing one bag. Right. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I would assume they have multiple suitcases. You would think. I mean, the dad's been on business trips. At least he's got a suitcase. I've I've seen the hard-shelled suitcase. He probably doesn't want them using his good suitcase for those camping, though. I guess. Either way, they got all three of them sharing a suitcase. So some shit got left behind, including Brandon's hiking boots. And his lucky hat. Yeah. So him and Dylan go on a hike. It seems like Dylan's starting to feel better. Mm -hmm. And Brandon slips and falls off the edge of a cliff. Mm -hmm. And this is where we get the movie theater level action and drama and suspense. Do, 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 do. I mean, like, we know he's going to make it because mm-hmm. we watched season five, right. <laughs> but um, he's also, hanging by, like, two hands, huh? Also, it's really bad special effects. Yeah. Like, he doesn't he doesn't look like he's holding his body weight up. No. He looks like he's standing on a ladder or something and <laughs> just has his hands placed on this, yeah. this uh, ledge. And then Dylan's, like, got his body, like, all wrapped around the edge. Like, he totally... I just imagined, like, Brandon grabbing his hand when he's trying to pull him up and, like, him just ripping Dylan off the edge and they both go falling down. And I think that's what would have happened in that's real life. That's what would happen in real life, yeah. Because, uh, quick tip for any of you who are trying to save uh, friends who have fallen <laughs> off a cliff. You, if you want to try to do it, you need to be holding on to something else. Right. You don't have enough leverage with your body weight leaning over the edge of a cliff. To no one is strong enough. No one has that much leverage. It's it's not even a it's not even a question of strength. It's a question of leverage. No one has that much body leverage. I guess unless you're ten feet tall, uh, to lean over the side of a cliff, grab another person, and then 
pull them up, right. take that counterweight to, you know, because let's say Brandon weighs 160 pounds. There's not 160 pounds of Dylan from his like knees down that are not, oh, that's not over the cliff. Right. The biggest part of his body, his torso is dangling over the cliff. Right. So if you want to do that, you have to be holding on to, you know, a stump or something deeply rooted into the ground uh, that's going to be able to, you know, have you counterbalance the weight. Yeah, the whole thing was just very unbelievable. And there were rocks falling on him the whole time that mm-hmm. just looked fake. His shoe falls off at yeah. one point. <laughs> yeah, it was not It was not great. But, I mean, it's not a movie. It's a TV show, so yeah. whatever. The budget's not going to be the biggest. Yeah. That's forgivable. So, and then they, they come back. They didn't tell anybody they were going. They took the van, went on a hike, and told no one they were going. Mm-hmm. So everybody's just sitting outside worrying about them, thinking about calling the freaking police and shit. And, and talking about how starving they are yeah. after one night of not eating. Well, honey, you'd be starving after one night of not eating, too. I mean, I'd be hungry, but I wouldn't be like, I'm going to eat the van! <laughs> well, David's a growing boy. I guess, yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, it was really rude to take off with the van and not... Make sure they're okay. Tell them where they're going to be. Get them food. That's true. And they come back and they're all like, ha, ha, ha. Like, we've got the secret. Like, Brandon's missing a shoe. And, and his they face look, looks beat yeah, up. Like, they're filthy. He's got a cut on his face. They're like, what happened? Did you get mugged? Did you get beat? And they're just like, oh, we'll tell you later. Yeah. Like, what? Tell them I don't now. know. I don't know why it's a secret. Yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense. And then I'm assuming then they go off to Steve's cabin and have a good rest of the weekend. Yeah, Steve in his cabin. <laughs> Steve. Anyway. That's that's my guess. They go to Yosemite and then they go to Steve's cabin. Oh, and, and Brandon and Andrea hug again at the end. Like, and she's got a big smile on her face. Yeah. They're still trying to make that happen. It's, it's never going to so happen. It's so not happening. And it's so forced. There's mm-hmm. no chemistry there. Like, let he it go. He has more go. chemistry with Shannon Doherty. Right. His sister, yes. He does. <laughs> with Andrea. No offense to Gabrielle Serapolera, whatever her name is. Gabrielle Cortez? No. Solis? No. Seracious. I don't know. I'm sorry. Certus? Serenima? No, that's uh, Marina Certus. That's uh, Diana Troy. I'm going to write it down for next time so I can say it. Next generation. Gabrielle Quintalia. We're writing it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's apparently uh, Hispanic, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like she a Spanish name. does not look like it, but... Yeah, she could be. I guess she could be, but she doesn't look Hispanic. She I looks mean, yeah. very white. Well, her skin is definitely very pale. Yeah. If she does have that heritage, maybe it's her dad and her mom is, you know, a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Right? And that and balances it out. But what if she's just like Spanish, not from like Mexico well, or but, Cuba, but I mean, from Spain? Aren't aren't they like lighter skinned? No, they're pretty olive skinned. I mean, they're not like so. If you're looking at where it is in the world, um, Spain is slightly north of Mexico and certainly South America. Mm-hmm. So because of that, there's not as much sun. Therefore, not as much uh, melanin in the uh, in the skin tone. So, yes, people in Mexico are slightly darker skinned. Uh, and as you go farther down in South America, obviously, they become more and more dark skinned as you get more and more sun exposure uh, in their heritage. So they're a little bit lighter skinned. Spanish people tend to be a little more lighter skinned than um, Mexican people. But 
they're not as light skinned as you know French or or English or but or, or anything like that because you're going more north, Europe. less sun. So northern Europe is. Northern Europe is more white because, you know, you get to Ireland with the Irish, it's like the epitome of white because there's not as much sun. Right. Okay. Um, but they're farther, you know, Spain is Southern Europe. Definitely. Okay. It's, it's along the same parallel as like Italy and Greece. And they're, you know, the, all those people, all those peoples in there have a certain hue to their skin, a certain like, you know, olive toned skin. Because of the amount of sun that they get year year in and year out. Hmm. I don't know. We'll have to see her at the tan someday. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's it for this week. It is. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's what did you think of the episode? Like you said, it had drama. Uh, the the couple, I guess, comes to some sort of revolution. resolution. Yeah, they they make up and they're like gonna take time to adjust to the fact that the baby's coming. They're like, right. oh, we have nine months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when Dylan turns into a major jackass, too. He's like, well, you, you know, you better, you know, just have an abortion You better love now. that baby or if fucking kill it. love that baby. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh. Yeah. He was a jerk. But he apologizes later. And yeah. then the guy's like, uh, hey, Dylan goes, if you, if it's a boy, you can name it Dylan. And he's like, well, he'd be in good company then, son. Yeah. And it's like, how do you know that? He's a teenager that uh, broke into your cabin one night and then yelled at you about <laughs> that you should get an abortion. And stole booze if yeah. they happened to notice that was gone. What a great guy. Right? Yeah, he gave them nothing to work with. Uh, but it's almost as if they knew he was one of the stars of the show. Right? <laughs> oh, we just sense that you're good. But... Yeah, I thought it was a I thought it was a decent episode. It had, yeah. it had a lot of going for it. We got some character growth from some people, and it was interesting. And uh, Dylan and Brenda seem to be, you know, getting close again. Yeah, we'll see how long it takes for them to. Uh... <laughs> I mean, he was a jerk to her, and she's still hanging out. Yeah. So he yeah. wants her for sure. He said it many times. Yeah. She is still like, I don't, you know, she see. Her story seems to change week by week. Yeah. Of why. Yeah, and I, I mean, it's, it seems like she does want him. Yeah. Well. But why don't you, uh, why don't you take us uh, home where they should have gone <laughs> instead of staying in the woods? Right. All right. So, um, go ahead and tell your friends. Uh, write us at latefee nineteen ninety four at aol dot com, and uh, give us the stars, the likes, and all the stuff. All right, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.